and welcome to week nine of the Kamish Power Rankings. My name is Nuni, and I will be breaking down the week nine power rankings. And this one's going to be a little different only because um, this is the week of pretty much where we have those that are contenders and those that are pretenders. So um, what I would like to say is that uh, out of the 12 teams that we do have, eight of them look like they'll be contending for the playoffs and four, unfortunately, have already kind of packed it in and began to look to next year. And out of those four, I am one of them. So um, something different I'm going to do for this week's Power Rankings is I'm going to actually break down, instead of the normal top six, I will do the top eight um, and uh, that are actually in contention for playoffs this year. Um, of the four that I believe, you know, won't be in contention. Um, not saying that it can't happen, but uh, with two wins only on most of our records, it's going to be quite difficult to jump into that um, either fifth or sixth spot um, just based on our records and points four. So um, out of those bottom four are myself, in no order, by the way, myself, Austin, TJ, and Toby. So, um, you know, better luck next year for us. Hopefully we can turn it around and uh, get our team on the right track. Okay, but to go into the top eight of our league, um, the most of the there are a couple that are guaranteed, I believe, positions that will probably make it into the playoffs. Um, and then there are, are maybe three to four teams that are battling for the bottom two spots. So, um Let's get right into it. Okay, at number eight, um, I have Kieran's team. And Kieran here, I put at eight um, primarily because he comes in with a four and four record. Um, his team is really based a lot on inconsistencies. Um, besides the only saving grace that he has is AJ Brown, um, who has been great for him. Um, but it seems like a lot of his team is kind of built around Green Bay and Green Bay players. You know, the offense is just not great. Um, Aaron Jones hasn't done anything for him. And, um, you know, between Love and Reed, you know, he just has a lot too many Green Bay players. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they could turn it around. But I have Kieran here at eight. Okay, at number seven, at uh, also a four and four record, I have Zane, and Zane's here at four, and that's primarily because of the inconsistency, I would say, of Patrick Mahomes and um, Derrick Henry, and those two have been pretty much, um, you know, unlike Mahomes, it's been pretty rough sledding for him the last couple of weeks, uncharacteristics of a lot of bad games, um, but um, you know, with Mahomes. Moore and Pittman, Zane can definitely put up some numbers. Um, and that's going to be driving force is going to be pr pretty much Patrick Mahomes. So, Zane, I'm putting you at seven. At number six, with a five and three record, is Gibson. And Gibby's here primarily because it seems like the his wide receivers in C.D. Lamb and Devontae Smith got some work last, last week. And primarily around C.D. Lamb seems to be getting just peppered with so many targets. Um, and it seems like the Cowboys offense kind of figured something out. So um, between that, um, you know, he has a solid wide receiving core. And then 
Josh Jacobs and Christian McCaffrey should hold the fort down for his RB room. So with those, the only uh, unknown for Gibby right now is his um, quarterback. Um, you know, he has Mayfield starting this week, but Deshaun Watson doesn't look good. And then Brock Purdy, you know, has had some bad games. So we'll see what happens. But Gibby, I have you at number six. Okay, at number five and with the four and four record is Litwin. And Litwin's here at four. And I put him here at four because I really like, you know, on paper, Andrew's team looks great. Um, Joe Burrow seems like he's coming into form. Keaton Allen, Raheem Oster, Bijan Robinson, all solid plays. Um, the only thing that's a little unknown is Chris Olave. It seems like him and Derek Carr aren't on the same page, but uh, he can overcome that with Mark Andrews and I don't know everybody else on his team he has a good starting lineup and I think um if Burrow can be like himself that we saw against San Fran uh he should be just fine to get into the playoffs so Litwin um nice job and uh we'll see where we go from here all right and then at number four and probably the person with the one of the most amount of trading that has been done um, is Rishi, and I have Rishi here at four, and that's because and Rishi comes in at four or four. I'm sorry, and that's primarily because Rishi's team looks stacked on paper. It looks great. Diggs, Devontae Adams, um, he has Amon Ra, he has Calvin Ridley. You know that's a great four receivers to choose from, and then his running backs is Kenneth Walker and Travis Etienne, um, which is also two really solid and then tj hawkinson who's a i believe a top three tight end this year so if rishi gets all his players at the same time i I could see him putting up some massive numbers um for them and that's with saying that let's say something happens to herbert and kyler who's on his ir comes back and begins to become kyler you know that's another set of crazy numbers that he might add to it so Rishi I have probably here at four but I could see him being a spoiler to the top three which leads me to the top three so uh, all three of these records at the top three are all seven and one they are uh, each one is leading their own division um, which is kudos to them so at number three um, at seven and one I have Ashok and Ashok comes here uh, primarily based around uh, a great trade that he's done with Toby back uh, earlier in the earlier in the season, where he got Camara, and then between uh, Jamar Chase and Tyler Lockett, I'm sorry, yeah, Tyler Lockett and Thielen, who seems to be just a pepper machine for Carolina. You know his his receiving core has been great. Um, Jamar Chase is obviously his wild card and. Travis Kelsey has been having a couple of bad weeks. He's probably missing uh, his uh, significant uh, Swifty. But other than that, you know, I think Ashok's going to be fine. Sitting at 7-1, I'm pretty comfortable that he'll probably make it into the top six. And then we're back to the top two. Um, and there's no change here at number two. Same reasons for I have Amar. Um, he might take a dip down with uh, if Stafford can't go and Cup doesn't get the same numbers, but it's good to see that Eckler came back. And Amar did something uh, this past week as well. He traded for Jonathan Taylor to sure up his second RB spot that he has. So 
Uh, nice job, Amar, building for the playoff run. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. And then at number one, and holding number one, is Naran. And Nardo comes in here, and there's not much I can say about Naran's team. Um, built great. Uh, the one thing is maybe he could have shored up maybe some insurance policies um, around his wide receiver. I mean, Tyreek Hill's great. Um, hopefully, Justin Jefferson is coming back. Um, so if he does that, that's great. And Kyron's coming back. So he, I guess if his IR folks come back, he can, those are insurance policies, but, um, might be good, Nardo, maybe to think about maybe getting another wide out in the back end or trading for one, um, and see what happens. But Naran, um, is putting just crazy amounts of points up. So, um, nice job, Nardo. So, uh, that concludes it. I think I talked enough. All right, so just to reiterate, the top eight, it goes one, Naran, two, Amar, three, Ashok, four, Rishi, five, Litwin, six, Gibby, seven, Zane, and eight is Kiran. Um, good luck to everyone in week nine, and uh, I'll talk to you guys all next week. All right, bye.